Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time, I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from, people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. Welcome back to the She Connects podcast, everyone. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Susan and I have the honor of being your host again this week and you are just going to love the guest that I have with us this week. Uh, before I introduce her, I want to just kind of give a little backstory to the next few interviews that I have coming up on the show. I have been praying about just some direction in, in the podcast and, and just really what the direction that the Lord would want us to take. And what's been on my heart a lot is these two words, kingdom women, kingdom women. In other words, that kingdom mindset, you know, what does a kingdom woman look like? How does she carry herself? How does she engage in relationships? How does she show up in her life? What are the thoughts that she thinks? Just all of those, all of those things. There's, there's a kingdom mindset that I really believe the Lord wants us as women. Well, everybody, but since we're women here, <laughs> we're going to talk about women to be a kingdom minded woman. And I, part of that series, I want to, I want to highlight highlight areas of women's lives that that maybe because of life um, circumstances outside of their control or or maybe decisions that they made and later regretted have kind of felt a little knocked down in life, but they chose to get back up and rise again. Um, and so this series under the, the, the heading of Kingdom Women is going to be called Kingdom Women Get Back Up. And it's based off of Proverbs 24, 16 that says, a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up. And so I like to say that, you know what, ladies, in this life, we may fall seven times, but we get back up eight. We get back up nine. We get back up 10. And we keep getting up time and time again because Jesus is on the inside of us. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive on the inside of you. And because of him, we can get back up and engage in life and continue to move forward. So I'm really excited about this series. Uh, and with that, allow me to introduce the the first guest in this series that we're going to be interviewing and gleaning a lot from this is my friend Erin May I met Erin at church she is just a gem you are going to love her she has a heart of gold she's just a beautiful soul and I was we were talking before I hit record and I was telling her true confessions that I was just giddy about seeing her and having her on the show. So I'm so excited to welcome and introduce Erin May to the show. Welcome, Erin. 
Well, thank you so much, Susan. I am as well just as excited to be joining you today on this podcast and so excited to see where my story can weave into other people as well. Um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about you, you're, you're married, you have kids. Where do you, where are you hailing from? You're here in central Minnesota. Yes, we live in central Minnesota, probably a small town that not many people know of, Brarville. And my husband and I, Justin, have been married for 12 years. We have three kids, um, the oldest, Riley, being 12, Chloe, 10, Sawyer, 3. So we, we live a busy lifestyle. I am a stay-at-home homeschooling mom and a health coach. So <laughs> we are very busy a lot. Yes, you have a lot of moving pieces in life and you always do it. I wish people could see you because you have this gorgeous smile and you, and you know, like you ebb and flow with all of those moving pieces and you always have that smile on your face. I just love it. It's so contagious. And I'm glad that you highlighted that you are a health coach because that was something I had in my notes toward the end of our, our conversation today, that if someone is is interested in reclaiming their health and really wanting someone to come alongside them in that area. Um, I was just going to encourage them to reach out to you. So we'll get to that here at the end, but I'm so glad that you that you brought that up. All right, so we, you know, we all go through difficult times in life and many of us have stories that, you know, they've created a lot of pain in our lives. No one is immune to that. We all have a story of some kind. We know that the, you know, the details of that story may differ from, you know, from people, one person to the next, but nonetheless, we all have a story and you have a story. So tell us a little bit about your story of overcoming. Yes. So my story, story started back growing up in a house with a father who was an alcoholic. Um, and all the struggles of that took me down a path in my life of self-destruction for myself, which led to negative self-talk, not having a strong faith in our Lord and Savior. Uh, growing up, we went to church and I believed in God, but it wasn't a priority looking back, which led into drinking myself, putting other priorities before what truly matters or truly is important. We had tough situations come out, out of that. My parents divorced when I was in high school. Seeing the pain that my mom endured during that time and knowing that the divorce probably was the best thing for them to be separated. But I always think of what if that alcohol wasn't in the picture? Would things have been different? It's a thought always in the back of my mind. And many years went by, our father wasn't in our lives or my kids' lives. He never even met my kids. He actually moved out of state. Um, he wasn't, an, he, it wasn't until he passed away that my sister and I were called to go to Ohio and take care of yet another mess of his. It's this time, this time was a hard time. And that took me e down even darker paths with hatred growing for him and my sister and I not seeing eye to eye on a few things and with family not being supportive, it was a tough time. And there, there was not one person that could be prepared for that, that drive to Ohio, the going through a person's things that we didn't even know for so long and finding out some really sad things about our father. You know, we were filled with so much sadness and fear that flooded through our minds. Planning and prepping a funeral for a man who left us was really hard. 
it's like we didn't even know him anymore. So it that's kind of the previous journey. And now to kind of fast forward and weaving in my whole story is you come to 2019, you can about imagine the years of pain and what I've gone through and what's gone through in my mind. I'm working on getting this all on paper and writing a book. So about how often we can have remarkable resilience to a hard situation in our life. Like I said, 2019 came and I knew change needed to be made. You know, this was something slowly growing with inside me that my faith during all these times lacked and it needed to break out. As a family, we started attending a local church, which, which helped, but I never really understood a lot with, with what was in the Bible until I attended a She Rises Women's Conference in the fall of 2019. That changed me and wrecked me in good ways. The Holy Spirit filled my heart and God worked within me. That is where I was told, Aaron, you need to share your story of the pains, the wins, how God worked through me. That following Sunday, I attended River of Life Church in Sock Center. Along with my daughter, I ended up crying that whole service and things filled my mind of what I am made for. And I was made for so much more. I now rarely miss a Sunday service. I have engulfed myself in my morning devotional time and in the Bible because God does have a plan for all of us. It just took me going down a path of destruction to finally see this light to help and heal others as well. I quit drinking November 1st of 2019 for many reasons, but today I am over a year sober and now looking back, alcohol has served no purpose in my life. Uh, it's opened my eyes to all the hurt and pain that I've had my entire life. And I look at my kids and know I want them to have the best of the best for them to walk in their faith and for me to be the light for them and teach and help guide them. Mm. Oh, Aaron, there is so much in your story. I feel like we could have a separate series and just walk through pieces of your story. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. And I think that, you know, like I said earlier, the details of our stories might look differently, but I really believe that, that we can, all of us, anyone that's listening to, listening to this particular episode can find themselves resonating with, you know, different areas of, of your story. And, but I, I want to, I want to um, make sure because I just cannot go forward without saying congratulations to you on your one year plus uh, celebrating sobriety. And I just, I'm so proud of you. And I, I just, man, it's so such an incredible victory. I, I just, I feel like you, you must just feel like you have life by the tail. I mean, it's, you must feel so, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so maybe I should ask you, right? <laughs> do you feel just so much more alive? I do. I do. It is, it is amazing difference. I, we were raised with both sides of family being drinkers. Alcohol was always involved in our family. And that was what I grew up seeing is we got together to drink. It was at that time, I thought it was normal, but now cutting it off for myself, it is like, I am so much more alive. Like mm. I, 
can listen to so much more of what, what God is sending me. Mm, that's so good. And so with that, with that just awakening, you must feel um, just awakened to his purposes for you, his thoughts towards you about your life, about your future. I mean, there's just so many layers to this, this freedom that you have now in your life that is just incredible. And would you agree that I'm probably skipping ahead because I think we're going to get into this later, but it's kind of how I roll. <laughs> it's like, it's like two friends having coffee. So listeners, welcome to our, our coffee date. <laughs> um, so would you say that, that your freedom in all of these areas of your life, that it has had a ripple effect in your life? I mean, it just doesn't end with you. No, I, I do feel it does have a ripple effect. And I know I'll go into that more here as we further go through this podcast today. And I, I just feel that it is, I always use the terminology I was made for so much more. And that is always on my mind. I know it's a Rachel Hollis thing, but it is really ingrained in me that I was made for so much more. And I know she's kind of the one that guided me to that. But then again, really, truly, that's what the Lord has in hand in, in store for us. We were made for so much more. And that's what's super exciting is how that stuff weaves together. Yeah. Oh, so good. So good. There's so much even ahead yet for you, best days ahead for you. And it's incredible to think that as awakened and free that you feel today at this moment, you know, to think, wow, there's even more ahead. Yes. Uh, that is just incredible. So how, you know, going back and, and reflecting on your story, how did shame and regret lie to you? This one, I'm going to be honest, like this question was the hardest question out of all of them. Because um, <laughs> I do feel shame and regret, regret during the hard times was a normal thing. I, I didn't know there was better out there until strengthening my faith in God. Um, the past is the past, even though I can see now how things could have been better or different or how I would have changed things if I could have. But I also want to be the person I am today without going through those tough times. You know, we are strengthened by our past, by what, you know, yes, it was self-destruction, but I would not be the person I am today and talking in this podcast today and saying these things and helping others if it wasn't for my past. Come on, girl, you better preach. That is so <laughs> good right there. You know, I think that we could just say, right there, like, thank you for joining us. Have a great day. I mean, <laughs> that, I mean, honestly, what you just said is so freeing right there, because I think that, that we, you know, the enemy lies to us and wants us to keep stay stuck and trapped in, in our past. And um, there's, like we just said, there's so much more ahead that you were created for more. And all of us have a story. And if we look at the people in the Bible, I mean, they all had stories. They were all, you know, they were liars. They were cheaters. They, they, you know, were using uh, substances, alcohol, and, you know, those, there, there were just so many, so many things. And, and the enemy thinks that our past is what's disqualifying us, but it doesn't, it just doesn't. And, 
And so I, I just love that. I love that you that you said that the past is the past and and I'm I'm flipping that narrative and I'm not going to allow it to keep me to keep me stuck. I always say that, you know, God never created us to walk through life with a mantle of shame and regret because he's given us a robe of righteousness, a robe of righteousness. And uh, so I love that. Oh, that was so good. So good. So we know that healing and freedom from any pain in our lives is a process. We know that we just don't, you know, wake up one day and all of a sudden, poof, here we are. Um, but what did, what did that process look like for you? So that process, I would say I've kept a lot of stuff within me. And I won't say I, I didn't start that healing process until about eight years ago, when I really started focusing on me and my health, getting my health in check and becoming the best version of me was a primary focus then in healing my body from like a horrible food addictions, plus the alcohol to exercising more and getting to a healthier weight was the start of my healing process. Because when a when a person you know, doesn't feel good. You know, there's so many different things that are wrapped around that when a person feels good, it helps in so many other areas. And I have always known I wanted to help others with the same. And by helping others with their health, it's helped me heal faster. So God has put people on my heart or in my path to help. And all too many times, I would ignore those nudges, those God moments that, you know, I'm, I'm putting these people here for a reason. It's this listen, but in the long run, those people that were put in front of me helped me heal the most. I have a strong, healthy community of people who have helped me become who I am today, healing my heart and my mind in the process of getting healthier, finding that tribe of people. I feel we all need to do that, which can help you reach that freedom you never knew was within you. Now today, I run my health coaching business out of my home and I help others heal naturally with, with what God put on this earth for us, helping others with their health doesn't just start with food or exercise. It's also what's going on inside their hearts and their minds. It's, it's so much more beyond what we eat and what we exercise. It's, it's what's going on in our mind and our heart that can heal both sides of things. Mm, that's so good. So good. I think that we get a little confused in thinking that it's something outside, you know, like outward, you know, if we, mm -hmm. you know, do this thing or we have this thing in our lives or, you know, if I'm friends with that person or I go here when actually, you know, health and well-being is an inside deal. It starts in here. Yeah. It's physical or mental or spiritual. It's an inside deal. Would you agree with that? Yes, I do agree with that. Mm, wow. So good. And I love that you mentioned community. Uh, that is so important. I, you know, I think that isolation is the devil's playground. So to speak to speak to the person that might be listening today and feeling like I just don't really have anybody in my life. I, I don't know that I have anyone in my life that I feel like I can, you know, kind of pull the curtains back and allow them into my life a little bit, knowing, and maybe she knows, you know, I, I know that I need community and it, and it isn't that I don't want them. I, I do want them, but I just don't know who to trust. What would you say to her? That, that would be kind of the situation I went through and I'll get into that a little bit further here, but I would say getting connected with a good positive community is very helpful. I know 
sitting at home and being isolated during the times that we're going through right now is tough because really a lot of us are either leaning on social media, which social media has its good and its bads. So there is follow positive people, follow people that are like-minded. That is something that I strive for every single day. If, it, if they're not serving a purpose in your life because you're looking at that social media, don't follow them. Don't feel bad, but follow the people that make you move further. Um, my church community, my church family, like those are people that I try to engulf myself around where I'm volunteering at church or life groups through church and finding a prayer group of people that can empower you or a Bible study group. I have a Bible study group I go to on Tuesday mornings and it's, it's amazing to see in the year difference how I went and I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't know what to expect at a Bible study group, but now they know so much about me that I feel so comfortable with them that I, they're like sisters in faith. I can tell them anything because they're there for me and praying for me every day. And it's so cool to see that evolving and me evolving into the person I am. Wow. I, and I love what you, what you said. I, and I have to circle back before I continue on with our questions, but you said that, you know, stepping into those environments, you know, you were afraid there were some, maybe some hesitation and feeling like, oh, I don't know how this is going to look or how it's going to go, but you didn't allow that to hold you back. You stepped into it and look at what came from that. Uh, you know, it's something beautiful and empowering came from it. And I, I have to believe that those people, those groups that you are with, they feel blessed and better because you are a part of their lives just as much as you feel that way because they're a part of yours. It's a, it's a give and take. And mm -hmm. um, man, you know, if you're listening today and you're, and you're just feeling like, oh, it, I feel afraid. I know that I need community. Can I just encourage you, Aaron and I both encourage you that do it afraid, do it afraid. Don't wait for your, for your uh, feelings to be your motivator because man, sister, you could be waiting a long time. Um, you could be waiting your entire life if you keep waiting for your feelings to be your motivator. Uh, do it afraid. You're part of the body. We need you. You need us. And we are really truly better together. Do you ever have moments, Aaron, where the enemy tries to accuse you and place the weight of shame and regret on you again? Yes. And I feel that I am in a constant battle with the enemy. And it's a spiritual warfare that goes on within all of us. We all deal with this, I feel. I always think about the past. And if things would have been different, there are still struggles today with the past coming up. And one one big thing that I look at is, I always think about this, is what are others thinking of me? Or those thoughts of negativity start coming in, flooding in way too often of, oh my gosh, what does she think about me? Or how does she think about that? You know, certain things like that would flood into me because that's just how I grew up and I was raised. Family members are one of the hardest ones. Even though those are the closest people to you, I feel a lot of the times they don't understand the struggles you're going through. But every time this happens, I know I can lean on the Lord and I pray. So prayer has been one of my outlets of giving it all to God. The saying, let go and let God is one thing I think about a lot. It's in his hands. Every day I write in a journal and 
I write five things I'm grateful for. I write 10 things that are kind of like my affirmations, words of affirmations. And that's my love. One of my love languages is words of affirmations. I love, love that. But I write down every day. I surround myself with positive, uplifting, godly people. Ever since writing that down daily, I have had so many people flooding into my life that it just warms my heart knowing how God is working within my life by, by putting that out into the universe and by saying it, writing it for, I think I've been writing that for over, well over a year. I know that. And it, he is working. He was working miracles and putting people into my life who are helping me along my journey. Ah, love that. Love that. And that you pointed out just that aspect of gratitude. Gratitude, I really feel like is a weapon. It's, it's a weapon that, that is so powerful. And often, uh, I don't know what you think, but my own opinion, sometimes it's um, not used as much as it, as it could be. I know that sometimes I even need a reminder, you know, like, okay, Susan, check your attitude here. You know, what can you find? Even if you have to kind of sift through something, you know, you're going through a hard season, which we all go through. So there's no shame in that, but finding something, you know, even if you have to kind of sift through it and find something to be thankful for, if it's that you have lights on in your house or the sun is shining, find something because, gratitude is so powerful. It, it is so powerful. Yes, it is. And that, that's how I feel too. Sometimes every day is not easy to write down what I'm grateful for, but I always find the silver lining, especially during the season we're all dealing with this year. 2020 has not been the best season, but I have looked at all those little blessings that have come out of this season and thought, wow, maybe this was a wake up call. I did need this of this odd season of life that we're all kind of challenged with but and a lot of people aren't looking at that a lot of people are in isolation uh, isolation and going through a lot of fear but you know there is a lot of things that we can be grateful for and blessed for this season yeah and you said that you've been doing that for a year now I've been doing my journaling has been about two years that specific saying that I surround myself with positive, uplifting, godly people. I've been writing that for a full year. Okay. And so would you say that that gratitude piece in your life, it's taken intentionality? Yes. Yes. That is something I weave in with my morning devotional time. And I always, I write down the date. So I always in the morning sit down with my coffee or tea and I put the date down from the day prior. Cause I, I'm like sitting there praying about how my day is going to go, my morning's going to go. But then I look at, okay, what five things did I close out yesterday with that I am grateful for? You know, sometimes there is some bad things, but I weave in, okay, what good thing did come out of that bad situation or tougher situation? Yeah, that's so good. And even in those challenging seasons, again, that we all go through, you know, most likely we're growing through that, you know, it, it, we, if we choose to, you know, choose to allow it to make us better and not bitter, you know, to grow through that. Maybe your relationship with God is changing. Maybe your prayer life is improving. Maybe you're reading your Bible more or whatever it is. Uh, just love that, Erin. So good. Yes. 
Um, so I, I believe that the Lord takes what we, we think would destroy us and he turns around and makes something good of it that only he can do, praise the Lord. Um, so what are some ways that you've seen God do that in your own life as it relates to your story? Well, like I said earlier, I believe I've been taken down this path to become the person I am today. If, if I didn't go through the tough times or the self-destruction, I wouldn't be here helping others today through their struggles, which in turn helps me too. It, it's a unique cycle. It, it's a cycle of guiding and helping others, which in turn always comes back to God helping me along the way. I'm only stronger today as a woman, wife, and mom, and stronger in my faith for the Lord. I was led down the path to be surrounded by other like-minded people. And that's, that's where I feel he's guiding me. Mm, that's so good. So good. I love that. Love what you're doing and you do it very well. Um, and you are so inspiring. And I, I just can imagine that the people that have either tuned in um, the week that this episode drops or, you know, somewhere down the road, you know, somewhere weeks or maybe even, you know, months from now, someone comes across this episode that they're going to be just spurred on in their faith because you were willing to share your testimony. I, I just love that. Love that. How is God using your story to speak into the lives of other women experiencing the same pain? And this one, not many people know my whole story or the pains that I have gone through. Um, I have some really close friends that have no clue what's going on, but that is something I want to change. I want to share more with others. Like back in 2019, when my heart was filled with the thoughts and feelings of writing a book at the time, I had no clue how to write a book or where to start. And I started typing a few days here and there, and then my mind went blank. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of writers can say this. It's called writer's block. So here we are in 2020 and I haven't got much further in my book, but I do truly believe that the good Lord has had better plans for this book. I needed to go on the journey of becoming alcohol free for a full year and to experience God work a lot more in my life before putting a book out there. For example, this podcast, being connected with you, Susan, through She Rises and the church, I believe this is all part of his plan for me, and he is continuing to guide me on my next step, my path to help others, my next, you know, my path to help others. So it's just a guiding path that I know the words will eventually come to me, but I feel he wanted me to take on the challenge of being sober for a year and really diving in and listening to him. Mm, that's good. I love that. It's, it's really an obedient yes to do whatever it is that he's asking us to do at that moment. Yes. So well done, lady. Well done. <laughs> Just being obedient, being aware of where he's leading and what he's telling you to do and leaning into that. That is freeing right there in and of itself that it's, it kind of takes the weight and the pressure off of us that we're we're not responsible to try to make something happen that God knows what I need and what people need through my story. And, and so I'm going to follow him. Oh, well done lady. Well done. <laughs> so uh, speak to the woman listening today that is, is, you know, she's listening and, and really is resonating with some things 
that you've been sharing today. And she's maybe hurting, feeling hopeless, and maybe even, you know, she would admit, albeit maybe under her breath, <laughs> that she's feeling some shame over over things. You know, the enemy is lying to her, um, you know, that her her future has been forfeited because of you know, things that she's done or things that have been done to her outside of her control. What would you say to her today? I would say to all the women listening today, we are all made for more. There's that made for more Um, to accept that and know that our Lord is there for us during these tough times. We may go through Um, to lean in and listen to what he has in store for us and to open our hearts to the possibilities. They're, They're endless, really. And we are all uniquely made and the Lord has gifted us each with these spiritual gifts. It's, it's time to open our minds, our hearts, our ears to what God has in store for us. Let those spiritual gifts shine onto others. Like in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world like a city on a hilltop that cannot hide, shine that bright. Or in 1 Corinthians 12, 7, a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. And I know we are each made for more and we are here to work as one in the body of Christ. We are all here and weave to help each other. So let us band together and have that unshakable faith that we were born to have. Mm, oh, I love that. I love that, Erin. So good. So good. And again, I, I just echo what I said earlier. I feel like we could just have a few series in, in this. This is so good because there's so many different roads we could take here um, just in this, you know, 30 minutes that we've been, that we've been talking. Uh, before I, I let you go, I do want you to tell us a little bit about your um, health coaching field that you are in. And, and if, if anyone is uh, listening today and just feeling like, you know what, it's, it's been something that's been on my mind. I know that it's, there's some opportunity here for me to, you know, maybe change some things. And, and so I, I just want to start off by saying, you know, sometimes we, as women, we wear so many hats and um, we're really great at, caring for others well and making sure that everybody has clean socks and, you know, meals on the table and those things, I'm not trying to take away from those things, but sometimes I think that we kind of fall down on the, on the priority list if we even make the list at all. Right. (laughs) And, and so uh, I just would say to you today that, you know, it's, it's okay to give yourself permission to contend for your well-being and to contend for your health because you matter, your life matters. And I just really believe, and I'm sure Aaron would probably echo this and probably could speak into this a little bit better than I could. But when, when we are healthier, we just, we show up in our lives differently, you know, our, uh, so anyway, I, I won't take up your time. I feel like I asked the question <laughs> and I'm answering it. So uh, it's your turn. <laughs> yes. Um, so like I said, my health journey started eight years ago and four years into that, I got my health coach certification and I did nothing with it for four years. I kept it quiet. I did the education 
did all that and didn't really dive into helping others. Cause I think my main focus then was helping myself. Cause if I didn't have the education of reading the books, listening to the, all the videos and YouTube clips and everything on how you can better your health, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. And of course, launched in February, I launched my at-home health coaching. Of course, this year maybe wasn't the prime year of doing it because a lot of it has to be done through Zoom or by the phone. It can't be done in person. I can't do group health coaching. I, you know, I can't be in person with the people. I know that speaks volumes in itself, but it's, it's growing and we are helping even more people. The last three months have been super busy of doing one-on-one coaching and it's been so much fun even if it is by phone or zoom but by I don't want to just say health coaching because to me it's more mental mind heart spiritual like Susan had said it, it weaves it all together it's engulfing that positivity and whether that be a positive mindset a heart set thing and also getting the right foods in and getting healthier it kind of weaves it all in together it it's kind of a different creature because sometimes yeah we know we got to eat better but my mind isn't ready for that so sometimes you have to fix the mind before you fix the other things and it's it's been a true blessing on the ones who have been guided to me that I can help so it's it's a learning curve for me too especially in these COVID times and not being able to be in person with these people, it kind of depends, but it's, it's amazing to see the people evolve after going through a, a coaching session with me and to see where they are now. Mm, so good. And I, I, I feel like, you know, what you are talking about in, <clears throat> excuse me, coaching, <clears throat> excuse me, coaching people, it really connects to what you were saying earlier about community. I think that so often, I know it's been my story sometimes, you know, I, I feel like, oh, I know I need to make changes, but you know, it's, it's like you set out to do something, um, make some changes, implement some, some healthier choices, uh, you know, cook differently, you know, maybe not eat out as much or whatever the, the situation is. But I don't know, it's, it's like, I feel like I have more success when I'm doing it with someone because I don't know, it, it, I feel like we, we kind of pull one another up and we kind of re- help one another refocus and remember um, why did you step out to do this? Why does this matter to you? Because I think that sometimes we need to be reminded of that, you know, especially when you're maybe not seeing results right away, or it's maybe taking a little bit longer than, than what you had hoped. So check out Erin. She is just amazing. Uh, follow her on, on the socials. She's just, she offers some really great recipes. You do these in-home um, garden. I don't, I'm not even using the right terminology, but you know, like how in the summer, when you have those like potted gardens. Is that what they're called? It's a vertical aeroponic gardening (laughs) system. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, but it just looks so simple and Mm -hmm. just like anybody could do it. And would you say, would you say that that is something that can be easy easily implemented no matter what, you know, how big your house is, you don't need a lot of space. You don't, and you don't need a green thumb. 
no, you don't, I don't have a green thumb. I can't even get a ground garden to grow, but I can get these to grow. <laughs> so, and you don't need a big space. And that's another um, area I weave in with my health coaching. It's not necessarily a necessary thing, but it is, um, I love sharing with people that there is an easy way to garden out there. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Uh, and so they can follow you on, you're on Facebook. Yes. Um, under Aaron May is your profile yep. name. Yep. And then you're on Instagram at Aaron Healthy Living. Aaron Healthy Living. And I'll put these in the show notes. And then do you have a website too, if they wanted to learn more about what you're doing? I don't have a website per se. I have my link tree um, tagged in my Instagram that they can go to. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Okay. Well, ladies, uh, I just really believe that this was encouraging to you in many ways. We feel like we've kind of touched on a lot of areas in our lives as it relates to health uh, in our minds and our bodies and in our souls. And so that's, that's great. And just check out Erin, uh, follow her, reach out to her, ask her questions. She's just a, a wealth of information. Like I said earlier, she's a just a, a beautiful soul. She has a, a great heart, huge heart. She just really wants to um, make an impact in this world and help people. I just love that about you. So thank you for joining us today. And uh, ladies, we uh, just want to leave you with this, that we believe in you. We're believing for you, that you are loved, you are seen, you are fully known. And like Aaron has said, peppered throughout this, this time uh, on the show here today, there are great things for you that you were created for more. And so um, you are included in that, just the, not just Aaron, not just me, not just someone that maybe stands a little bit taller in your eyes, but you, God that says that over you, you were created for more. So take care, have a great week and I'll catch you next time. Well, I hope that that was a blessing in your life. I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode. Drop a comment and let me know. I read and respond to each and every one of them and I would love to hear from you. We all know people who could use some encouragement, especially nowadays, right? If you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.